All right, we'll open up for questions. We'll start with Nick O'Malley, followed by Bob Sosi. Uh, hey, Cam, uh, I want to ask about uh, Tristan Vizcaino um, uh, landing with the, the Cardinals this week. How What's it like as a coach seeing a guy that didn't perhaps get a ton of opportunities in your organization going somewhere else and seeing him excel? I think he went uh, three, like perfectly on extra points and um, field goals this past weekend. Yeah, no, you're always excited for guys that, you know, get an opportunity. Um, and then excel, you know, I'm, I'm over you're really excited for Tristan, you know, great guy. I can't say enough about him when he was here, did a great job for us um, when he was here, you know, and then obviously, you know, like you said, had a successful game the other day and, uh, you know, wish him nothing but the best. And it's always good. You know, you always pull for a guy that, you know, does everything you ask, you know, shows up every day, um, you know, and it's a good thing for him, you know, and I'm, I'm happy for him for sure. Between him and um, uh, Youngway a couple of uh, years back, sort of sent, spending time here, and then, oh, wait, he ended up having a terrific season. Uh, does that make it easier to sort of bring guys in? It's like, hey, take a stop in New England. I'll help you out down the road. Um, it, it definitely is something you make notice of, you know, whether it was those guys. You know, we've had other guys in as well that have went on in their own teams, you know. So I would say it's probably, you know, you're able to at least talk to those guys. And if it comes down to just you and one other team, um, those are things you definitely have to bring up, you know, and it's like, hey, we've had, you know, for us, you know, so many undrafted guys, whether it was John Jones, you know, schooler Demarcus Mitchell this year, you know, Riley Webb, you know, undrafted guys after the draft or it's throughout the season, you know, maybe you guys are going on the waiver and they have, they're a veteran um, and they have a chance to go on pressure squad. It's notes you make. It's like, hey, look, you know, our guys, whether they're here or they get claimed by other teams um, off of our practice squad, you know, those type of things, it's stuff that, you know, we coach everyone here. I tell people all that all the time. It's not just you're on the price squad or you're just a number. We coach all our guys here, and that's our jobs as coaches is to develop everyone because you never know at what point in time that guy's number is going to be called. So, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, we're conscious of as far as, you know, if we need that information, we have it available. Thanks, Cam. Right, thanks, Nick. Uh, next question, Bob Sosi, followed by Zach Cox. Hey, good morning, Cam. Good morning, Bob. I wanted to ask you revisiting the first Jets game about the opening kickoff of the second half. New York, to that point, I think, had been a team that predominantly kicked the ball into the end zone. You guys had two touchbacks in that game where they didn't allow returns. And then it looked like, man, mishit that opening kickoff. It certainly came off his foot awkwardly, and John who makes the play and sets you up in very good field position uh, for a touchdown. Uh, two things. One is, how do you determine you know, who you put up there as the up men on kickoffs, because we've seen everybody from offensive linemen to DBs and wide receivers in that role uh, for the Pats through the years. And then secondly, you know, how, what, how were the guys prepared in that particular instance, you know, for the unexpected? Yeah, no, um, you know, you go through guys, obviously, you, you know, depending on the situation in the games of which guys can handle the football and field the football and, you know, what the weather is, you know, obviously we put guys back there at, at the time, you know, John is catches the ball, obviously great, has great hands, you know, Pierre, Peppers, we use Duggar, multiple guys, Hunter Henry throughout the season that have been in those roles, you know, so obviously they got to be able to field the kicks. Um, so we work, you know, those guys catching and fielding the ball on multiple occasions at practice just for when teams do want to try to kick it to them, um, as well as, you know, a miss hit here and squib. And what you try to do is you try to implement those randomly throughout practice. Um, that's kind of like that situational stuff, whether you get one on a Thursday, Friday, or maybe it's every other week, um, just to keep the guys alert. You know, that, that's the biggest thing. You always want to talk about those situations because when they do come up, you want the guys to be able to react 
um, which obviously knew did a great job in the first game, getting on the ball and getting, you know, what he could right there, you know, and did set the, the team up with a good field position. So, you know, we try to just communicate that, talk about it. You know, if kickers have had those kicks throughout the season or prior to our game, um, that's stuff that we mentioned to them, you know, and then you're able to say, hey, look, you know, two years ago in this situation, he may have slipped or something like that. Anytime you can look and a kicker has had a, you know, a miss hit here, it's stuff you definitely have to talk about and communicate to your guys to be alert, you know, just make sure they're going on the field and they have all their bullets, so to speak, you know, ready to go. And they're not going to be expecting anything that's unexpected. Right. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Bob. Next question, Zach Cox, followed by Alex Barth. Hey, Cam. Uh, curious how uh, you mentioned Raleigh Webb earlier. Curious how he's been fitting in with your group and what goes into the process of getting a guy like that up to speed when he comes in midseason. Yeah, it's, you know, a crash course. Um, you know, as like I tell people, you know, but, you know, our job as coaches is to be teachers, you know, and you've got to be able to simplify um, you know, and be concise with guys. And as they, you know, get more familiar with the system, you know, the roles could increase, you know, it's, it's just no different than, you know, players starting out in spring ball. You're not going to throw the, you know, chapter 25 at them. You're going to start at chapter one. So, you know, you got to spend the extra time with them, you know, whether that be extra meetings, you know, extra walkthroughs, you know, just to get those guys up to speed. Now, you know, um, they've done it. He's done a great job, you know, you know, talking specifically about Webb. You know, he's done a great job for us. He's bought in. You know, he's attentive, you know, pays attention, and he's just trying to absorb everything, you know. So it takes a little bit on, on our parts as coaches to make sure we're catching the players up, you know, and we're keeping it enough to the multiples that we want to have, but not too much where a guy's going to go out there and play slow. And that's for any of the guys. Um, when we're thinking about what we want to put in, who we want to use where, you know, any player, they have to be able to execute and play fast. So – if we're trying to do too much thinking for us in the kicking game, you know, maybe, hey, I've got too much in. Let's take something out so those guys can go play fast, you know, and, and that's our job as coaches. Keep it simple so those guys can go out there and execute and play fast. And then you also want to keep it simple but have multiple. So there's a very fine balance between doing too much and not doing enough. Great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. And two final questions, Alex Barth and Chris Ryan. Hey, Cam. Uh, I know you've talked – a lot about the wind in the past and managing it at different stadiums. I'm just wondering with the construction this year, and it's a little different every game, just how that process has changed. And now, you know, we get into this time of year, kind of how you've been monitoring it. Cause I, I, is it different every week, you know, with the construction or has it been consistent? No, it, it changes. Um, there's no doubt about that, you know, and what you try to do is you try to make notes on, you know, what supposedly the wind's supposed to be. You know, and as you go in there, you just make notes and you just kind of start trying to see if there's a uh, pattern. Um, you know, for us right now, there hasn't really been a true pattern. I'll tell you that um, it's been changing each week. So you're really relying on what you're feeling on game day, you know, and, and what it is out there and how the ball's moving on game day to get an idea uh, of what it's going to be that day. You know, so but we, we try to chart it each week. We try to go in there as much as we can, uh, especially when we're playing at home. You know, the more that our special can get in there, whether it's the kickers, the punters, the returners, you know, and actually into the stadium and, you know, be around, you know, and see what the weather is during the day. You know, that's what potentially could be around at one o'clock, you know. So we try to get in there as much as we can. We make notes, um, but you always go back to the game day. You know, what are you feeling on game day? And it may be close to something you felt during the week, um, which, you know, if you're looking at, hey, it's close to this, you know, maybe this is what we can do. So 
it's weekly based and it's game based, but I'd say it's changed, you know, for us each game this season at home has been a different pattern. Um, so we've had to adjust each week, you know, some, we've had some really tough conditions to kick in in there actually, um, you know, in a couple games. So it's something the guys have done a good job of and continue to handle. Thanks, Alex. And last question, Chris Ryan. Hey, Ken, how are you? Good, Chris. How are we doing? Good. Um, during the early portion of the season, um, obviously you're talking about there being a process to determine who would be the predominant the kick and punt returner. It seems like Marcus has kind of grabbed the job. Um, what has he done that has stood out to you uh, and allowed for him to uh, to do that? Yeah, no, um, he's done a really good job, you know, and it's gotten better every day. Uh, and, and that's what we talk about is each day you have to get better. Um, you got to continue to improve. Um, you know, that's all the guys. You never want to stay the same. You know, if you're staying the same, then you really didn't capitalize on that day. Um, so for him, he's continued to get better with his ball handling, you know, fielding the ball, running with good ball security, you know, being making good decisions, you know, um, when to catch, when to fair catch, you know, and, and that's a lot of the return of position is knowing and understanding um, and coming from the college level is hang times are a little bit different. You know, coverage is different than what it is in college. You know, in college, they're all getting out on the snap. You know, in the league, you only have two guys, you know, obviously the gunners leaving. So, you know, understanding, hey, what blocks, you know, where are they going to happen? How close are they actually going to be to me? Um, you know, from the kickoff return perspective is seeing the ball off the tee and then knowing, all right, was this ball 4-2 in the air or is it 3-9? And, you know, for us and our brains and comprehending that, you know, that's just a snap of the finger realistically. But you have to just understand and have a feel. It's a big feel thing with the hang time. You're not going to sit back there and go 1,001, 1,002. You know, you're not going to literally count. Um you know, when you're back deep. So having a feel of understanding, okay, this ball's up there. I feel like I'm waiting on it for a while. I'm, I'm probably not going to bring this one out. Or, all right, you know, we talked, hey, this guy's hang time throughout the week and the film study. You know, he may not be a very big hang time guy. All right. And then the film study goes into that. So what type of punts is the punter hitting? Is it multiple punts? You know, handling those punts at practice, trying to implement those, you know, making good cuts vision and seeing the next block you know setting up your blocks running with it you know you always want to start with the ball handling and marcus is continuing to improve on that then the next aspect is running effectively with a good ball security and vision you know setting those blocks up so he continues to get better in all those aspects and that's led to him you know being productive thus far for us for sure thanks appreciate it right. thanks chris thanks cam thanks everyone thank you all